0: I want to read Jeremiah 29, 11. And I love this scripture to start with. It's a popular scripture, but I love it. It says, for I know the plans and thoughts that I have for you. Who's saying this? Come on, says the Lord. Plans for peace and a well-being and not for disaster. Plans for peace. Somebody say peace. Peace and well-being and not for disaster to give you a future and a hope. Today I want to talk about this ingredient in your life that is the uh, opposite of discouragement, and it is having hope. That word is this, I have given you a future and a hope. The word hope means this, the word hope in this passage of Scripture means this, a cord of attachment. And I want to use this as an analogy as we go through these things of how you can have hope in a hopeless or discouraging time or season or even moment of life that that hope means this accord of attachment and the only way i know how to describe this is we go through some of the aspects of being a hopeful person of being a person that's full of joy and expectation and hope even tomorrow morning when tomorrow morning is Monday, and when you have to go to school, or you have to go to work, or you have that challenge in front of you, or that difficult person that maybe you have to go home to today, that that court of attachment. Now, many years ago, not many actually, well, I wouldn't tell Scarlett's age, but it, it, it was years ago when she had graduated from high school and we were in Chattanooga for a softball tournament. I came down from, from Michigan with my kids to spend some time with Tara and the family and to watch Scarlett play college. Uh, are getting ready to play college softball, so I wanted to watch her play. So I brought my kids, and they were teenagers at the time, and Calvin wasn't quite, but we went down to watch Scarlet play. Well, they wanted to do this zipline. They, they were just like, let's do this zipline, Mom. And I'm like, well, sure, that, I'm g- great, let's go do it. And we were trying to occupy some time in between uh, the games. And so we went to Lookout Mountain. They, they have this zipline course. But this zipline course is a little different than some that you may have been on. It's, it's kind of up in the mountains and it's got a great view. And, and not only does it have a great view, but, but it's um, really high up in the air, sort of. But, but the zipline course is kind of like a tight wire course where you're in between the trees and you're walking on bridges and you're walking. Now Now there's something that you take, it's called this course for 10 minutes. I don't know why they give you the course, um, but they, you have to take the course, right, to make a little money. But you have to take this course. And ha- have any of you ever done something like that? If you have, raise your hand. If you know what I'm talking about, raise my hand. Raise your hand. I've raised my hand. Raise your hand. So, so you put this harness on. And the most important thing of this harness is that you have this what? This clip that is attached to the cord above your head, right? And so they're showing you, they say, don't ever what? Detach the clip. You know, several stories up in the air. Now, and this was, you know how sometimes you hate things, but God uses things? It was one of those things that God kind of helped me get a feel for what hope is and what this cord of attachment was. Now, I sometimes have this competitive nature that, especially with raising my kids, that I don't want them to think I'm a wimp. So, I didn't, I wasn't gonna do it. You know, I was, you know, trying to, to make excuses and of course, all it takes is the baby saying, oh my goodness, mom, come on, let's go, come on, you can do it. No, that's okay. I mean, I wanted to use, I don't have enough money and Calvin's like, you have your credit card, come on, you can do this. And so they were all trying to get me to, to do this this thing and I don't like heights, I hate heights. I, I don't even like, remember the, the, the years ago when that, that show Fear Factor was, you know, that's just so not me. I'm just not into that stuff and never really have been. But secretly, I, I don't want to be this wimp because the first sermon I preached on was rejection. I didn't want to be rejected by my, my eight-year-old child at the time. So I said, okay, fine, I'll go. You know how when you get to the top and you go like, why did I do this? I mean like, you're, you're an idiot, Dina. Why did you do this? Because you know, <laughs> it had two sections in it. It had the first section. And then it had the second section. And let me tell you, going down the zip line was nothing compared to walking between the trees. And I remember getting on the first wire and I had my kids, one in front of me, one behind me. And you know, they're just hooting and hollering. And the reality is this, your mind does something. And as we started this series, we talked about that our baggage is a stronghold in our mind, in Corinthians. And there is something that your mind overcomes the reality that there's a cord of attachment to hook to your, your harness. And so I am starting to walk on this thing, and my, I mean, my blood pressure was through the roof. My heart was just beaten and beaten. The reality was, I wasn't going to fall, why? Because the cord was attached to this, this strong wire that was above my head the whole time. And sometimes as I was walking, of course, now they're making fun of me because I'm holding on to my court, you know, uh, I, but I couldn't balance very well. And I remember as we were going through the course, I, I, we went down the zip line and I, th- I knew it wasn't over because I had watched enough people in front of me you know they had to go back up again. And I was like, you know, my kid's like, yeah. and I'm just slowly trying to walk my way through it. and fear and discouragement. And there was this storm coming you know it just hit all of it and the instructor's like come on we gotta we gotta get off of this and i'm like jesus you could come right now and it'd really be okay with me and and i remember going back up and we got to this certain part of the course where there's a platform around this tree i mean we were we were higher than the ceiling we were up in the air but i was attached to what the court well you go figure you know it has to be a hacker somehow all of the lines got like tangled. It's probably me. <laughs> and, and the instructor had to come back and we were around this big tree and around this platform and he goes, I, I'm sorry, but I'm gonna have to do this. I'm like, what? He's like, I'm gonna have to detach your cord. I'm like, you're gonna get fired. He goes, well, you ain't coming down. They're all tangled. He goes, now, I want you to do this. I want you to hang on to the tree. I'm like, it's bigger than me. You know, and the kids are just having a blast. They're just laughing. And, and I'm sitting there, God, just get me down. Lord, help me just get off of this. And, and I will never, I can remember it to the day. The minute that instructor's not, you're okay. You're okay. And he goes, I'm detaching mine. I go, dad, don't help me. And he, you know, I say, great. I'm glad you're detaching yours. And he took my cord. And I am telling you, I hugged a tree like I've never hugged a tree before. And he was trying to get people to move around, and our our things were tangled. And I'm just telling you, you know where Jeff just said, just say the name of Jesus. Uh, I mean, I was beyond Jesus. I was like, Jesus, oh, Lord, Jesus. And my kids were laughing, you know, and my blood pressure was going up. But the minute, watch this, the minute he got that cord on and the storm was coming, um, I I just, I'm not going to look down. If I fall, I know that cord will catch me. I I mean, I'm pretty, have pretty good athleticism, so it wasn't like I was struggling with that balance or anything. It was just the reality of what my mind was telling me around me and the reality of the cord that was there. And I will promise you this, as God is my witness, I will never do that again. Never. You can call me a wimp. You can call me a chicken. Grady some day says, come on, Dee Dee, let's do it. "Uh Uh-uh, you get your dad. I am not doing this. But this is how life is for us. This is the analogy of hope. Hope has the reality and the faith and the vision and the wherewithal despite life and the storms and whatever you're going through in life, miles above and you may feel fear and you just want it to be done and you just wanna get over and you say, how did I get here? How do I get out of here? The reality is you have a cord of attachment with the Lord and He's hanging on to you.